Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Today I want to give you some information about making questions with the present perfect. It looks very complex but I can assure you it's actually very easy. So you simply take a statement in the present perfect. So for example a you have eaten, okay? And we can turn that into a question by reversing the have and you. Have you eaten? Have you eaten? That's the main way in which we make a question with the present perfect. But there's also other ways we can do it. We can simply not reverse the have and the you, and raise our voices. You have eaten today? You can hear my intonation is being raised. You have eaten today? This is the very same as have you eaten today? So these are two of the easiest ways to make questions with the present perfect. Okay, You can use intonation with the statement or you can reverse the you and the have in order to create a question. Now, one of the most confusing things about making questions in the present perfect is when we add in been. Because, as you probably know, been is used in the present perfect continuous. And that's usually for actions which have recently finished or for actions which have not finished, are ongoing. Oh, I've been washing this car for two hours now, for example. Or, um, I've been outside and I've just got back. So you can hear there that been is the present perfect continuous. But we also use been when we're making questions with the present perfect. And it's very specifically about places, and some actions, okay? So we're going to look through some examples. But just before we do that, we need to discuss a little bit as to why we use the present perfect. Well, first of all, in American English, they don't. They simply use the past tense, even in questions. So in British English, the past tense is a big archive of time and date. It's about moments in time. Okay? So, for example, I washed the car is answering the question, what did you do at three o'clock yesterday? Oh, I washed the car. Okay? And even when the times aren't mentioned, the past tense is always going to be about a moment in time. The present perfect, on the, on, the, on the other hand, isn't. It's not about any moment in time. The present perfect is an action which has taken place. So, if you're talking to an American, he might say, for example, did you eat today? But in British English, you're going to hear, have you eaten today? One is asking about 
a specific moment in time, and the other is asking generally about the action of eating. Although in American English, the past tense covers both. So, let me just recap. To make a question using the present perfect, first of all, you can just use intonation. You have eaten today? Or you can reverse the have and the you. Have you eaten today? You can also use the present perfect continuous, which is usually only used for actions which haven't finished or for actions which have recently finished. For example, have you been to London? Have you ever been to that restaurant? Now, I know that you'll be confused with been as the present perfect continuous, but if you look really closely, it's not actually the present perfect continuous. Listen again. Have you ever been to London? Where have you been on holiday? Been in the present perfect continuous is usually formed by using a participle. I've been washing, I've been doing, I've been fixing. But in this case, when you make a question in the present perfect, been doesn't have a participle. So it's very important that you notice that because that, in many ways, gives you permission to use it in a different way. So if you compare, for example, I've been washing this car for three hours and I've been to the shopping mall, there's no participle there. Okay. Here's the examples. Have you ever met Al Pacino? Have you been to London? Has it ever snowed in your town? Now, in this case, uh, we're using ever, which is adding another dimension of time. It means at any point, even before you were born, has it ever snowed in your town? Ever means at any time. Have you eaten chips today? Have you ever used a computer program? Has anyone you know ever been in prison? Have you tried computer programming? Have you helped a friend recently? Have you ever that means in your life, smoked a cigarette. Have you sung in public before? Have you ever been in hospital? Notice with that been there that there's no participle. You remember, I've been washing these clothes for three hours. I've been washing, you know, and also been, of course, can be used to talk about an action recently finished as we mentioned a moment ago. So there's no participle. It's, it means it's a little bit freer to use in these questions. Have you learned to play a musical instrument? 
Have you ever been to Norway? Okay, now here's one that's a little bit harder because we're going to use what uh, before the present perfect, okay? So, what is the strangest food you have eaten? So, you can see here that we're using what to raise the question. So, the construction's a little bit different. What is the strangest food? Because we're using what to talk about the food. And then the bit goes at the end. What's the strangest food you have eaten? Okay. And again, when it comes to other question words with the present perfect, it can get a little bit complex. For example, you remember I, I was mentioning that you simply swap have and you. For example, have you been on holiday? So by putting a question word before that, where have you been on holiday? It's asking very specifically about where you went. Who in your family has helped you? Who in your family? Which person? Okay, so again, you can hear there that the present perfect is in a different, uh, in a different place. Likewise, why has this been a good year? Okay, so in this case, in American English, it would simply be, why was this a good year? So why has this been a good year? What is the best movie you have ever seen? And of course, how long have you been living here? How long have you been living here? And in this case, of course, uh, it's not in the past, okay? It's simply continuous, and you know that by the fact that it has a participle. So in this case, the man is still living there, okay? So I hope that helps a little bit to explain and I'm just going to do a quick summary so that you understand, okay? So, first of all, remember, generally, the past tense is all about a time and date somewhere, which is very specific. The present perfect is about action. It's about simply doing. It's the language of poets and artists because it's talking about things. It's not bringing them down to some uh, moment of time. The past tense uh, is much more commonly used in American English. They don't seem to use the present perfect at all. And finally, to make questions with them, uh, you use been outside of a participle. Okay, so a usual sentence would be, I've been washing this car for three years now. But in a question, that can become, have you ever been to London? And in this case, there's no participle. Okay. It's a little bit complex, but you shouldn't worry too much about it. And then, of course, we have the question words. Where have you been? Or who in your family has helped you? 
And with question words like why, what, which, how, and where, it gets a bit more complicated because the present perfect part is put in another part of the sentence. Why has this been a good year? Which countries have been in the news? Uh, what spicy foods uh, have you tried? So, the present perfect, you can use questions uh, very easily. I want you, though, to look away from the rules because, you know, many people listen to podcasts like this and they think, oh, well, it all sounds very complex. I must remember these rules and I must try and get them inside my head. But the reality is the only way you're going to get these inside your head is if you simply use them, not study them. You know, British people, and I'm sure it's the same in, in your language, we don't go to the coffee shop and say, ah, you know, I heard a really good present perfect question today. Or, oh, you know, I'm so happy I just used a great conditional. We, we don't even know sometimes what bits of grammar are called. When I was growing up in the UK in the 1970s and 80s, there was an opinion that kids should not be taught grammar. They should only be taught how to use grammar. And when I became a teacher, I had to learn all this stuff about present perfect, past perfect, and all of these kind of things. And to be honest with you, it was a bit useless because I already knew how to use it. And I didn't really see the point in calling it the present perfect. I just knew uh, what I had to say. So you see, when you're studying something like this, it's going to get really, really complex. The best way to do it is simply to make examples or try to make examples with people and let them correct you. And that's the same with any grammar. As I've often told you, when you are listening to a podcast like this, or you rush out and you buy a grammar book, these, these things are there simply to open your mind. You buy a grammar book, do you really memorize everything in it? Probably not. It's just a handy reference, something to go to, to check before you say something or write something. So as much as podcasts like this and grammar books teach you the rules, <coughs> you need to, you really need to be um, applying those rules and using them because it's never the rule. Nobody's going to ask you, you know, for example, do you know how to make a present perfect question? Well, a teacher might, but it's never going to come up in conversation in English, you know. So because of that, uh, the demonstration of the rule is much more important. And if you've ever studied logic or philosophy, you'll understand that everything needs to be demonstrated. It's why we have rules. They're not there just to tell you um, this is the way something is. You have to follow it. You have to demonstrate it. You have to prove that it actually works. 
And that's what I want you to do with the present perfect questions, okay? So don't, don't worry too much if you don't understand this. Just relax, but try to write some examples, you know? And try to go through it maybe with a, with a teacher or with a friend, rather than just uh, hanging on to the, the signposts, you know? That's it for me. I hope you've enjoyed this, and I hope this is demystified a little bit more about present perfect questions. Thank you. See you. Bye.